0: Hey, welcome to the Junto Show. Oh, I, uh, I touched the mic with my mouth. <laughs> I'm Lance,
1: and I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of The Venture Out. The best way
2: to start your day, find me at theventureout.com. And I'm Bo. Saying and doing have quarreled and parted. And parted? Mm-hmm.
0: Saying and doing. So they had a fight, mm. and now they're in like in separate bedrooms?
2: Uh, yes. So I guess saying in one thing and doing is another yeah, well, can't be all
0: talk. You gotta, yeah, be a man of action like Bo is. Yep, I could do without the saying, but I'm gonna need that doing. Doing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <That's annoying. laughs> hey, so uh, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, let's see, what do we want to get into first? Uh, Johnny, to let them know about the the hotness.
1: The hotness is our Patreon page, which is patreoncom slash mm. show. and this is where you can come donate on a recurring basis. A buck. Maybe two. Whatever you feel Maybe generous hundred, enough. You know, whatever. whatever you know, are all friends here. Yeah, whatever. And all these funds will actually help us improve the quality of our show. I would love to too much It'll just like we just
0: it'll just it'll show how great a fan you are, and we appreciate that. And, uh, yeah. And I'll buy a Starbucks coffee from you probably. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, what do they get for being a patron, Johnny?
1: Oh, all kinds of cool stuff. you get access to the backlog of, all of our shows, you get access most of all, to our premium edition mm-hmm. of the Junto Show, which is the Too Hot to Handle huh. stuff
0: that we talk about. Give them a preview of something that they might hear on that uh, Too Hot for TV. If you like our opinions on the regular show, just wait till I go hard and go ham and yell at these two guys for not being crazy enough. <laughs> what do we talk about? What did we just talk about? Oh, collusion. <laughs> yeah, so on the premium feed, you can get a little bit more of our uh, our unfiltered political views. And we talked on in this uh, this week's premium episode... A lot about the current trials of Paul Manafort and things like that. And you can see where we all feel about that for the low, low price of whatever you, it costs. Right, things like a buck or two. It's not much. Yeah. It don't take much. And it's so, worth it. it's so worth it. If you like this, you'll love that. All right. So, <clears throat> The Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of The Junto was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy. Our show is not quite that stuffy, but here and there we stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes.
1: And today is August 7th.
0: Ah, it's, it's, uh, it's around there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> give or take three days.
0: Yeah, give or take three days. So, uh, so John, you just took a trip. I any, did. Any fun things to report off the trip?
1: Oh, it was a fantastic trip, man. Uh, Drove up to North Carolina with a buddy uh, to visit his parents and spent a couple of days there. Um, we did some running in the morning on the hills. I live in Florida. We live in Florida, so we have no hills here. Yeah, none. Yeah, but running around up there just two miles. Oh, man, my calves are still shot right now. Oh, so like uphill, do you, do you uphill, have any idea of how much um, elevation? Uh, not too much up and down, but for me, uh, the weakling that I am, it was pretty rough.
2: <laughs> was the person you ran with just fine? Yeah, yeah he was just yeah, fine. That's yeah, <laughs> was that, just
0: that guy's <laughs> in super shape. He's a yeah. mini time right. cruise, Yep, which is funny because tom cruise is mini tom cruise (laughs) (laughs) micro tom (laughs) my sister used to be like a uh olympic level track runner yeah yeah uh, a a hair away from the olympics so like i would train with her here and there just like when i was hanging out with her and she would run up and down hills they were little hills in michigan and uh (laughs) exhausting it's
1: crazy (laughs) so and and you all know about the concept of white parents
2: right
0: no comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want my old tweets to come up. <laughs> right.
2: What about what about this concept? Well, white parents are the best. They're so <laughs> caring.
1: They're like your best friends. They talk to you, all this stuff. So yeah, while up there, um, our friends' uh, parents amazing. They're like, I'm just hanging out, playing with um my my friend's kid, just playing some DC card games, and the mom's up there cooking up a storm. Like uh, she she made uh, paella. Oh, it's like wow. a very complicated Puppet dish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very complicated dish. She's making it all up. She sets the table for outdoors. We're going we to sit outside to eat on the patio deck. Um, I was like, all right, dinner's ready. Walk out there. And everything's all set, ready to go. Got a glass of wine. Hmm. Um, eat. And then she just like, clears it all off.
0: You drink with your parents, Johnny?
1: I, I, I do. You drink
0: yeah. with your parents, Bo? Do I what? Do you drink with your parents? I have, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. A little bit.
1: So, But anyways, the point being, they're just so
2: nice.
0: Is that your experience with white people, Bo? <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, I guess so. Uh, I, I mean, I go home and, you know, my parents will cook cook dinner and then I'll eat. And, and, and they talk to you as if they're your best friend and you just exchange stories? Yeah, we just exchange stories. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But
1: they don't command you to go cut the grass like my parents, right? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, thank you.
0: I think I'll talk to my parents. I think uh, I think that might you be you, Johnny. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> But I tell you, I did I did have to make a, uh, I did make a conscious effort around about the time I turned maybe 24 to start talking to my aunties, uncles, and parents and grandparents more like on their level-ish. Mm-hmm. So instead of kind of just like, you know, I don't know, getting my, my cheeks pinched and running off to do stuff, I started like kind of inquiring about their actual lives mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, fascinating stuff. Probably doesn't help if I still sit at the kids' table In, <laughs> get away from the car table, buddy. Mm. All right, so that's enough of your life. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> we're going to kick things off with our first segment, Hot Take News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. All right, so have you guys uh, seen this thing that's going around, the, the 3D printed guns? Yep. Uh, how concerned should we be about this? What are you guys' thoughts on the 3D printed guns?
2: mm s- liber- my, uh, Liberator mildly concerned but I've also seen where you can make a shotgun with just the pipes from Lowe's so,
0: yeah like I was so, super so. <laughs> well, John, so Johnny, you know
2: you I mean? don't know what to think about it's like, you, can, you can just go to Lowe's and buy some pipes and put some shotgun shells in it and then make a shotgun that way
0: potato gun mm-hmm.
2: yeah potato gun like yeah, we want to make those illegal yeah but I mean if you shoot like not unless you have a r- the, 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 what I've seen is people do 3D printing guns but they still have to buy the barrel because you're not going to shoot a bullet through I think it do. I think you can. Well, the gun's not going to last very long.
0: That's fine. You only need one shot, buddy. You know yeah. what you're
2: doing. I mean, I guess so, yeah. I'm about uh, three
1: times more worried than what bows stated there. Oh, yeah? You're really
0: worried about this? Oh, just
1: three times whatever bows are worried about.
0: Okay. That's fairly worried, I'd say. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's
1: more compact when you print these things out than a yeah. pipe. I don't think Lowe's. it's more compact. Well, I it's more. It's yeah. It's I would say comp- a, yeah. I think a pistol a is easier. more compact than a shotgun. Yeah. Definitely. So I think you can hide it easier. It's all plastic and get it through the metal detectors and so forth. Um. So yeah, it's a little scary, but at the same time, who has 3D printers? Nerds.
0: Nah, nah. Endurers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and people that want it. So like, I think th- I thought about this for a while, and I was, I was kind of worried about it. And I was like, oh man, this is not good. But I was like, it's well, out there anyways. There's so many yeah. random. Yeah death machines you can make with household stuff. And and then I was like, and if you really did want to make it illegal, like where is, where actually is the line? Like I'm as anti-gun as the next guy, as more than the next guy for sure. But I'm like, once you're saying you can't make 3D print a gun or whatever, then are potato guns legal? Like, what right. are we, where do we want to draw yep. the line? Well, I don't yet. think
2: potato guns are actually legal. <laughs> oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah. But I don't... Okay, but, like, they're fun, right? I don't want... Yeah, I don't I think don't
2: any f- cop's going to be like, okay, take you to jail for potato guns.
0: Yeah, going on YouTube and, like, tracking these people down for, sh- for shooting the potato guns or whatever mm-hmm.
2: you want. Yeah, and I think it's
1: county by county, you know? Yeah, so... It's... You almost want the news not to make it a big deal. Because... Just, just let it get out there, and it won't be much noise. But the more you hear about
0: it, it's like, ooh, what's this thing? Ooh, what's that thing? Nah, uh, see, I'm I'm very anti anti ignorance. <laughs> like, you gotta you gotta know what's going on in the country. But that said, though, I am paranoid, yeah. and I am worried about everything. No, do. you don't say. Yeah, no, it's crazy. So, mm, okay, so let's. Uh, I think this is maybe a three out of ten on the worry scale. <laughs> All right, let's see. I'm
2: what, out the three half. Three and a half. And half you're and half? And three and a half. I'm three times you. Hey. Okay, is, well, then, is yeah. is, I'm over ten. I'm I'm <laughs> hair on fire right now, then apparently. <laughs>
0: Well, do Calm that. down, Bo. We call that the Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, next topic. Uh, Maria Botina, the woman who worked with Russia to influence the NRA. Okay. In the ongoing saga of everything is crazy and everything is horrible. Yep. We have uh, Maria Botina. Uh, she got indicted by the Mueller people. Is that what happened? Oh, didn't they ar- They arrested her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they arrested her. I don't think it had anything to do with Mueller, though. Really? I don't it's think just so. A regular,
0: regular, what's the crime, then? Uh, she's the... So from some backstory, she's a Russian-born uh, woman, uh, pretty much a spy, I think. We can safely say she's a spy. And the founder of, board member of the Right to Bear Arms. That's mm-hmm. B-E-A-R, little Russian humor there. <laughs> wink, wink, comrade. Uh, the charges against Maria Butina include allegations of transactional sex between herself and various American persons with the end goal, well, a secondary end goal, of at least on her end, <laughs> involving her rear end, <laughs> at least on her end, involving her rear end of advancing Russian interests. <laughs> on at least one occasion, Bettina offered an individual other than U.S. Person 1, who this is some guy, sex in exchange for a position within a special interest organization. So the whole thing is fake on the surface because like Vladimir Putin's not like going to let there be a Russian gun movement. Like He would shut that down so quick. So you should know on the surface that this is some type of scam to, to basically trick American conservatives into thinking that there's an interest <laughs> between the Russians and uh, and in themselves because like Putin's not going to be down for a gun movement over there. He would he would shut that down. Negan style.
2: What would the what's the gun movement that he'd be worried about? People who having guns, I guess. Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't think a dictator wants an armed uh, populace, which is a common right wing talking point. Pretty, lo- pretty
2: low yeah. on Putin's list of things you'll worry about, probably. Probably like a point
1: five because he's already
0: shut it down. <laughs> nice. I think I think yeah. if it, if it started to be a real thing where like yeah. the populace got armed, because he's in a situation where. I mean, most of us have guns already, so in America, though, yeah, yeah, not in Russia, yeah, 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 no, no. Yeah, but yeah. that said, though, Sorry. so this is the thing I I have looked into or tried to look into, because I heard Russia has a super duper low like a gun ownership rate, but a uh-huh. higher murder rate than America. Mm. So I was like, how's that even possible? Because I I personally am of the mind that part of the reason America's so crazy is that everybody has guns, yeah, because they're shooting people instead of fighting people. But in Russia, yeah, if still you
1: own, if you own a gun in Russia, then you're 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 really gonna use it. I don't think it's even... On people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's saying.
0: But, so the thing that kind of made me, that put a little, a small wrench in, in that thought of mine was that Russia has got a higher murder rate, but like less mm-hmm. guns. And I was like, well, what's going on over there? And I couldn't figure it out.
1: The the joke behind this whole thing, though, that I heard, that's why I included it, was imagine if you're, uh, if you're um,
0: this this chick,
1: right? the Maria Butina. Maria Butina. And your job is to go... Give sexual favors to get um, you know some um, stuff going on, right? That sounds like standard spy stuff, right? Yeah, honey pie. Right. So you're out there trying to flirt with some Americans, right? You go back home and you're just waiting for that text message, right? Like, I mean, it's already nerve wracking enough when you're just a normal girl waiting for some guy to text you back. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Now here she is. Yeah, I always text
0: me back quick. <laughs> I don't know what y'all doing wrong. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and here she's waiting
1: for a text back. And the whole Russian government's like, over his shoulders.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you
1: better get that tax. <laughs>
0: Did you offer pay for your own dinner? On first date, This standards in America. <laughs> they like, a uh, mix, mix, uh, equal, pa- equal parties. <laughs> <laughs> nah. uh, okay, well, that's crazy. Uh, also, that whole thing, there's a whole bunch of shady stuff behind it. Like, the NRA tripled its uh, donations in the last election cycle. It's uh, foreign money getting funneled into it. There's a big leadership shakeup in the NRA. Uh, based on, I
1: think they're gonna go bankrupt soon, aren't they? That's
0: what they said. I don't believe that. <laughs> Coke Brothers or somebody, some some rich millionaire uh, just want to donate some money to them. That's it, though. If they go out of business, fine by me. Just screw those. <laughs> all right, uh, next topic. Um, oh, so there was a study done by a conservative uh, group that said that Medicare for All, uh, the single payer healthcare system oh, yeah, is being proposed one. in America, <laughs> would cost some crazy number of trillions of dollars or whatever. Yep. But that, and that's what their headline was. But the thing that you really got to look into is that healthcare overall costs that same number of trillions of dollars, but less. So that, so they were saying, they were just trying to give you sticker shock by saying, you know, paying for everybody's healthcare, the government paying for everybody's healthcare would cost trillions of dollars, hmm. but it would actually save trillions of dollars as well. It's just that healthcare is expensive and it's a more efficient way of doing it that way. So uh, you, you feel free to support Medicare for All now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're going to have to add that to the show notes.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's in there.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so everything you say trillion now, I think in terms of Apple. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, so healthcare is how many Apple companies worth?
0: I think it w- uh, So over 10 years. I want to say it was like $36 trillion. Or something.
1: Oh, so 36 apples. <laughs> trillion is a lot of money.
0: That keeps 36 do- uh, doctors away. <laughs> Let me see what it said. $32.6 trillion over 10 years. That's trillion with a T. Uh, the study found that U.S. health care spending would drop over time. It would drop over $300 billion lower by the year 2031, the Medicare for All plan supported by Senator Bernie Sanders.
1: All I want is $1 million.
0: For what?
2: I don't know. Just retiring.
0: You think you could retire on a million? Yeah.
2: I couldn't retire on a million, at least today.
0: Mm, I mean, I could maybe change my lifestyle a little bit. I'd have to cut off like a leg.
1: Well, <laughs> a, a million plus what we currently have. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Add a million to so get a million five. Get a good. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's a zero 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 five. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. How are we doing on time, Bo? Maybe one more. Oh, okay. Actually, mm, I have bad news and the good news. Okay, so scam news. I am a huge fan of the McDonald's Monopoly game. Are you guys familiar? Uh,
2: I used to play that as a kid. Yeah,
0: I love the Monopoly game. Bo, I see that you're here, a working man like myself. Johnny, hey, did you ever play Monopoly? Oh, yeah. I see you're also a working man like myself. And neither can. one of us is millionaires. You know why? Because it was a scam the whole time. What? And there was a, a guy, uh, he. I want a drink. Oh, yeah, I want those a lot too. Okay. But so you know the monopoly game, you get park place and boardwalk, and you get like a million dollars or whatever. Okay. But they get there was a whole bunch of park places out there and very very few yeah. boardwalks. Right. There was a guy who worked security at the company that printed the monopoly pieces, and he stole them all. And that's why, like, there were very very few winners because this guy, maybe not them all, but lots of them. And he was like giving them out for his friends and family. He was like giving away Dodge Vipers, like p- passing to people. Yes, it was a whole scam, like all the way through the nineties. How did they catch this guy? They did recently. So what he did, he would uh, give the pieces to friends of friends. So he would give them like a $20,000, like the four railroads or whatever, or like the one railroad you couldn't get, the one that was hard to find. And then that person would kick him back like five grand. But he wouldn't give it to like anybody in his direct circle. He would give it to like that person's cousin in Mm -hmm. some other state. And then they would kick him back some money.
2: That's how they always catch those. There's a guy who scammed the lottery, and uh, he basically would – that he wrote the software for the, the scratch off tickets. And, or was it, yeah, but basically, whenever there was a, a ticket that was printed on a certain day, he would know the numbers. Oh, wow. So, what he would do is he would tell someone, he'd be like, here, you know, if you give me $200,000, I'll tell you the winning numbers of this day.
0: Yeah, they, they, I think the story kind of went into that. And that's part of <laughs> why, like, uh, you ever see on um, a contest or whatever, it's like, no purchase necessary. Like, because they, they the, the scammer dude with the lotto, some type of the outcome from that law law case made it so that they had to start making it so that you didn't have to buy stuff. To yeah,
1: I, so yeah. I think I've done that once before when I was when I was a child. I was like, I'll call you a bluff on that. So I sent them a letter saying, Hey, I like a game piece, please. Mm-hmm. And then they sent me a game piece.
0: Yeah, it's a, a law. Okay, so there was an investigator named Dent. He started a Harvey vesti- Dent. I <laughs> know, right in two thousand with a myster when a mysterious FBI informant claimed that McDonald's games had been rigged by an insider known as Uncle Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Person, uh, this, is a good, this is a good story. It is a good story. The, uh, the person revealed that winners paid Uncle Jerry for stolen game pieces in various ways. The $1 million winners, for example, passed the first $50,000 installment to Uncle Jerry in cash. Sometimes Uncle Jerry would demand cash up front, require, requiring winners to mortgage their homes and come up with the money. According to the informant, members of one close-knit family in Jacksonville had claimed three $1 million prizes in a Dodge Viper. So then also this, this story got real crazy. I won't talk too much about it. But like there was a mob boss involved. This what? dude from the Colombo family. Like the the Uncle Jerry ran into this this mobster at the uh at the airport, going to Atlantic City, and he was like, Hey, what are you doing? Just striking me- tracking a conversation, didn't know he was a mob boss. And then the mobster like opens up his suitcase full of hundred dollar bills. He's like, I'm going to Atlantic City. So then the guy's like, Oh yeah, you think you're something? And he like slides him a, a Dodge Viper <laughs> and they start doing crime together. <laughs> what? That's awesome. <laughs> it was so crazy. So- I would love to meet a mob
2: boss. In no, you wouldn't. Well, that just pull you into like a rabbit hole of just
1: negative stuff. In your He's life. already doing crime. He's already yeah. stealing well, yeah.
0: million dollars. So, like, so he. Paid. But that's exciting, right? He sent <laughs> the mob boss a Dodge Viper piece. Um, the the, the mob boss sold the Viper because he was a big fat guy; he couldn't fit in it. But then he, then the mob boss like used that money to open up a church that was a strip club at night.
2: This whole story was crazy <laughs> <laughs> for like
0: tax <text> purposes. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, a that church that was a strip club at night. They had to pray three hours a day in the daytime. That that's was like the rule.
1: <laughs> that's genius. You, you can't make that stuff up. I hope they make a movie out of
0: this. This is this. This story was wild. It really like they should make a Quincy Jones movie because he's insane. And also, this needs to be a movie too. All right. Uh, I'll save all the right. rest for later. And that's the hot take news for all of us here at News Center Four. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. We'll be back after this.
1: Hey, welcome back. This is Johnny. Lance. And this is Bo. And won't you enter the captain's ready room with me? Did I say it right, Lance? Step into the captain's ready room. It's Mm. not typed that way. So, based off of my favorite leader motto of all time, Captain Jean Luc Picard, this is the captain's ready room where we discuss some deep philosophy type issues. Okay. Not really. So hey, so like, uh, did Gene Roddenberry
0: <laughs> actually write? Most, you're wearing a Star Trek shirt too. It's funny. Did Gene Roddenberry actually write most of the Next Generation episodes? I don't mm. think so. I you think should look you... up who like wrote the actual episodes and then see what else they wrote. Hmm. That's Do a good
1: that point. Sometimes, yeah, sure. So and you all heard the biggest news. I, I can't wait till the pop culture segment to talk about it. What was that a- actor Patrick Stewart is back? Is resuming the role of Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Ramming speed. <laughs> it's going to be huge. <laughs> so I will. Uh, read a quote as far as what he stated uh, upon his return. He was saying, During these past years, it has been humbling to hear stories about how the next generation brought people comfort, saw them through difficult periods in their lives, or how the example of Jean-Luc inspired so many to follow in his footsteps, pursuing science, exploration, and leadership. I feel I'm ready to return to what comforting and reforming light he might shine on these often dark times. So I thought it was pretty good. Good reason to to resume the captain's chair.
2: Yeah. And I would say that rewatching some old next generation stuff, I don't even know how many shows you could actually compare directly to it. It it's a real unique show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I thought when did it,
0: when did Star Trek the Next Generation debut? What do you guys think?
1: 87. 90. Oh, we're
0: on the money. What year was it? 1987 to 1994.
1: Oh, so 94 ended. I thought it was 97 ended, you're right. I guess we know who's the biggest Star Trek fan now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the popularity's up
0: uh, to uh, twelve points right now.
1: So I thought today we would do a simple gratitude exercise. Okay. So gratitude is very important. You know, it uh, studies studies and science have proven that being grat- grat- having gratitude, being thankful, will improve our own happiness in our lives, but also open ourselves up to other um, wonderful benefits such as good luck. People think good luck is just luck, but Actually, luck is being open to the possibilities of uh, positive um, uh, opportunities like that. Oh, interesting. I've heard
2: there is no
0: luck.
1: (laughs) I make my own luck.
0: Luck is the intersection of preparation and opportunity. Mm. Preparation H? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you want to be able to. Sit. So you, you said that uh, gratitude will lead to happiness, yep. and I forgot what it was. And I, I almost sent this to you, but I try to not to send everybody everything. I, I think they they'll like because I don't want to flood their stuff. But um, it said there was like a there was an American, a, a Chinese person, and oh, like a, a Mexican or something <laughs> like that, and, and they were in a bar. <laughs> each of them was unhappy, uh. and then they and then the, they got the advice to go make yourself happier. And the American went out and tried to make himself happier and he failed. The Asian person went out and sought to make himself happier and he succeeded and the Latino person or whatever sought out to make himself happier and he succeeded. And the difference being was that because the other cultures are like not as self-oriented as the American culture is, that those people they went out and helped people. Mm -hmm. and that and that and then they got rewarded from Mm -hmm. that from that but the American like went out and like bought stuff or like tried to make himself like please himself Mm -hmm. and and he ended up just being empty inside still but with the people that that out that put Mm -hmm. out into the world out energy they were able like you measured it later they were happier so I was like oh that's interesting ah so uh, that's a good
1: parable so what's the punchline
0: nah y'all y'all the only ones think I can't be serious at any time (laughs) 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 I have serious thoughts sometimes (laughs)
1: So, I thought we'd just <laughs> go around, maybe two rounds. Okay. Uh, let's, each of us have two gratitudes, two things that we're thankful for that happened today. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and Bo says, I'm
0: not having any part of this, and he just unhooked himself. That's funny. So, I was thinking I was having a pretty good uh, pretty good week. So, I'm happy. I'm thankful, as always, for my um, health and um, and sound mind. You know, sound-ish. Sound enough. And I'm happy to live in relatively peaceful times uh you know not, uh, my worries are all very superficial i'm happy that that's my main problems are like bs <laughs> okay yeah so i'm happy about that i'm thankful for that
1: all right, all right. i i am thankful for the love people this morning when i woke up that buddy of, the buddy of ours has a nine-year-old kid mm-hmm. right so i'm up raising on the couch he wakes up walks out still clearly sl- uh, sleepy headed comes out just Climbs on the couch and just curls up on top of me. Yeah, you know, just for a little bit. Like, hey, Johnny, you want to play something? Looks up to me. DC card game? I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> I was like, but only after you brush your teeth. <laughs> so he ran in and brushed his teeth. So.
0: That's awesome. Um, is he good at that game, by the way? Nine years, nine years old? Oh,
2: yeah. He dominated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Bo. Well, uh, the second part of gratitude is attitude. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can put that on your uh, poster and eat it. (laughs) Uh, As far as uh, things that I am uh, thankful for, um, you know, today, you know, it is kind of a wonder we've gotten, or at least I've, I've worked hard enough to where I've gotten to a position and it's not a very high position, but a place where I really don't have to, it's not a struggle every day, you know? Mm. Uh, I am really grateful for that. I would say getting to middle class was harder than I thought it'd be, but once I got there, I guess I, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. So I'm grateful for that. Nice, yeah.
0: nice, nice. All right, Johnny. Yeah. Oh, you already? Said I do. You're yeah. thankful for other people's. We're games. doing
1: the second round, though. Right? Second round. Second lightning round. All
0: right. Second round. Mm. Things that I am you gotta
2: dig a little deeper now
0: and thankful for. Mm. It matters you so much. I'm thankful that I have reliable friends that I can come hang out with. And get off my chest the crazy state of this freaking country that's going to like, hell. <laughs> 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 stay positive. Stay positive. <laughs> don't give don't sorry. Fall. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm i I'm thankful that I will be an old man by the time nuclear winter sets in. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I'm I'm glad to have a like my family is relatively healthy, all things considered. And um friends are all relatively healthy and, and doing pretty good, all things considered. So um I think that that's a, that's a good thing.
1: All right. I'm uh, pretty thankful of some friends I have too. I got a buddy of mine. He's up in D.C. right now. Um, texted me pictures of a restaurant we used to go eat at when we were up there. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm thinking of uh, trying to make it up to D.C. next year to, right. to, to do a job rotation up there perhaps. And he's like, yeah, man. Anything I can do, you just let me know. I can, you know, of what connections he has, he'll be happy to do what he can. I
0: was like, hey,
2: that's really nice.
0: Mm, not too shabby.
2: Yeah. And let's see. For me, what am I grateful for? Well, there's a lot. There's so much. In fact, I can't think of one specific thing.
0: <laughs> it's a, It's like a, a a glut.
2: It is a glut. A glut of gratitude flows from me.
0: You know, like, um, I am
2: like uh, the Niagara Falls of <laughs> gratitude. Um.
0: Grati- grat.
2: Well, uh, I am I am thankful for the many people that make great entertainment, and I was watching part of Hardcore uh, Henry today. and hey, I gave like me, the movie, and that gave me great satisfaction. I only watched fifteen minutes of it. That's all it takes. And I am grateful that there are people in the world that are talented uh, at creating content like that. I'm also actually really grateful for people who are the unsung he- heroes of uh, message boards.
0: Oh, like I'm funny internet people?
2: Not funny internet people. Funny internet people, I appreciate, but people who answer the hard questions in such a thoughtful and complete manner. Who are these people?
0: For example, one I think is probably people like you. <laughs> 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 but like, uh, what's what's on your mind? Well,
2: so if I have a very specific question, um, uh, I feel like you did. Well, I, wanna I, I <laughs> do. I, if 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 I answer the question, then I give away the goose of of our occupation, right?
0: Ah, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs>
2: So if if I look for a very technical question, right, and then I find the exact answer or a, a very similar answer, and that it goes into great detail more than than my my current knowledge or the knowledge that I would have if I studied it for you know a year or something mm-hmm. like that, extremely thankful for these people.
0: And Bo is happy that there is a guy out there or people a guy and a girl people out there, yeah, that actually fill in the Wikipedia pages. Yes, yeah. and it's more or less reliable. The uh-huh. fact that Wikipedia can be edited by anybody it's and that it's you know we're not all blowing up ourselves from the information on there. It's pretty good,
1: pretty, yeah. so, pretty good. So every once in a while, I get an email from Amazon saying, "Hey, you've purchased this product.
0: Somebody has a question about this product. Can you help answer it?" Mm-hmm. And I click yes I'm a big so I'm a big fan. this is off topic, but I'm a huge fan of like putting all the inform- not all the information but like reviews of stuff. And like online or whatever like definitely the questions about stuff like that I love that that's a thing I'm a big Yelp user whenever I need to try something new I'm like I look at the reviews so whenever you have an experience with something if you you like post about it online I think that is so useful or like if you go somewhere and you have like a little insight on how to make your trip a little bit better Mm, from TripAdvisor or whatever the people that take the time to do that you guys are the MVPs
1: All right. What we just did there, we did this all the time. Some people have like a journal or an app or something like that, and just Mm -hmm. jot down two things at the end of the day that you were thankful for. That's it. Do this over time. Science has proven that you will be a happier person and luckier. Ah, do you feel happier?
0: Yeah, I do actually. Do you?
2: (laughs) 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 Come on, Johnny. You feel happy?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. All right. Well, thanks for entering the captive radio radio room. Now get out of here.
0: (laughs) Transfer of data is complete. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Tumto Show. I'm
1: Lance. I'm Johnny. And I'm Bo. I don't want to talk about James Gunn. Well, I I do because I
0: think that it is the discussion. The discussion. All right. In pop culture. All right. Of the day.
1: Bo, I can't wait to hear your opinion on this one. Oh.
0: So did you guys, so did did we see everything that we're all familiar with? I don't know.
1: Bo, you need a recap on this?
2: Yes, I actually do. I kind of know. But let me just, I'll say what I have to say. I'll say what what I think happened. And then you guys can either repeat or say yes, I was correct. So James Gunn was fired from Disney because of some old tweets that surfaced that were, I guess, in poor taste now.
0: Right. They were in Porte's then, too. And, and, the then, <laughs>
2: and, then, and, then, and then Dave Batista. Pedophiling is always in Porte's. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't read the tweet. So. And then um everybody's like, hey, you know, we really want him back for Guardians of the Galaxy. And then Dave Batista Bati- was like, I ain't doing it unless he is here. And he uh, <laughs> Italian? Yeah. Well, is, is he Italian? but the thing, though, is I don't want Dave Batista to ruin his chance to make the best Gears of War movie ever.
0: <laughs> or it frees him up. To make
2: it. Or, yeah, or it does freedom to make it. I don't know. Hopefully,
1: <laughs> I guess Disney wouldn't make Gears of War. That means is going to sign the petition, don't bring back James Gunn.
0: <laughs> well, so also, Batista's latest thing he said was that he'll do what he's legally obligated to, Yeah, but um, he's not happy about it.
1: But I think the details that one, if I read it correctly, was Drax didn't require James Gunn to come back. Drax required to use James Gunn's script for the movie.
2: Oh, I guess that was a very technical way, yeah.
1: Yeah, which is a huge difference. Like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you use the script? I'm sure the script is
0: good. Well, unless it's a prequel, he ain't, uh, you know, doing too much anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so, Bo, I mean, is, is it worth reading the tweets? Because, okay. Um, just read one.
1: Just read one. Yeah. Just for a taste of so the, the, find the worst one you can find. But the pedophilia probably. But but it were jokes. Just one.
0: That's the thing is that I, I don't think that, oh. that he, that he meant it. You know, like he was clearly like an, inner, like look at his hair. He's an internet provocateur who was saying wild stuff for the sake of saying wild stuff. And and now we're, act- we're going back. I don't want to say, that, oh, 10 years later, whatever, because like if he did it now, it's joke. It's a joke. Like if you say, if you take a comedian's joke and then read it out loud, if you say like the stuff that we say here, if you've read the transcript of it, it, it sounds it crazy. still be hilarious. <laughs> Even better. True. Okay. Um, an example of one. Of they, these. I guess they
1: have better voices than we do. <laughs>
0: Uh, Okay, so James Gunn, one of the things he said, James Gunn from 13th of October, 2010. The Hardy Boys and the Mystery of What It Feels Like When Uncle Bernie Fists Me. (laughs) See, look at
2: that.
0: (laughs) Uh, From 2011. It's (laughs) funny because it's Hardy Boys. (laughs) This hotel shower is is the weakest ever. Felt like a three-year-old was peeing on my head. (laughs) So, like... I don't know.
2: That James Gunn, he's a he's a firecracker.
0: He so so two two things are at play here. One, he already like these came up when he first got the job, and then he yeah. talked it over with Disney and like paid his public penance and like made amends. Then and then they came back up later, and he's getting in trouble for it again. And I'm just like, well, like that's that doesn't seem right. Like okay. Um, and and then two. I feel like, one, the people that exposed him are, are like, you know, internet Nazis or whatever, so I'm not like trying to give them wins. So, but yeah. let me talk about it on the s- surface. Is that I don't think that, w- one, these jokes are, are about the same level of, a w- little bit worse, but they're about the same jokes that he's put in the movie.
1: Yeah. But, like he said that the. Uh, you, know, you know what? The, the, this should be a premium
2: episode. <laughs> did you. Because this, really? this is going to get heated here. Well,
0: did you the
2: the Dan Harmon thing?
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what,
2: what was that? <laughs> that was so
0: much worse. <laughs> but yeah. but Dan Harmon's his own boss though, so that's yeah, why he and
2: uh, he, <laughs> Yeah, so that was – But even then, it, I mean, I guess if in the in the time, then the context of the pop okay, culture well, area so is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. So,
0: so we all are familiar with Dan Harmon. He's the driving creative force behind the show Community and the very popular show Rick and Morty. Both of I'm huge fans of.
2: Yep, and yeah. he has, which I think is the best stuff. He has a show where he. Uh, it's um where he does D&D, essentially, and they put cartoons over their, their D&D role play. So they, worth watching? It is worth watching. I think it's funny.
0: Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so you are we we're familiar with the no, show? No, I'm not. So what did Dan do? We're familiar with the show Dexter. Okay. The concept of the show Dexter, where there's a serial killer who serial kills in the name of good. Yep. So I think Dan Hart, and I and I'm Bo if you know this better than me.
2: I don't know. I just know what he he did in the video. And I
0: <laughs> he so he, so so along those same lines, he <laughs> made like a uh I forget how old he was when this was, but like a, an independent film. Yeah. But it was like it was like a pedophile who pedophiled in the name of good or something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so like De- what Dexter is to murder as uh Mark the pedophile is to, to pedophilia yeah i i don't know exactly what the concept was or whatever but like it was worse than i thought when i first heard it i was like, <laughs> like yeah. edgy real edgy I, I i don't know enough about that one to defend that one <laughs> but like i don't know man so the the overall point is that some people do need like i'm fine with roseanne getting fired right so i don't know if i'm a hypocrite here because i i think you might be i'm wondering about that so like roseanne getting fired is cool by me but but this one is, is not good. And overall, Roseanne included, I think there, it, we have not quite reached the proper equilibrium with how much trouble people are, are getting in for uh, their online and or regular transgressions. So that yeah. I will
2: agree with that last statement. What is
0: When is a joke too far? Yeah, Especially jokes. Like, because yeah. uh, I, I think so, but, 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 but okay. like if a racist makes a racist joke, I feel like that is still a thing you should get in trouble for. Or if like a sexist makes a a demeaning joke about women, like if it's a, if it's an official, like a, a bad joke from a person who really is a bad uh, person. I think I think you gotta rephrase that, man.
1: So uh, again, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing devil's advocate for a second and see where this goes. Okay, Okay. Um, so let me restate what you said, which is a comedian makes the jokes about uh, pedophiling Yep, to get a reaction.
2: Okay, uh, hopefully, yeah. I, right? I don't know if he would get it if he's expecting a laugh out of that. But. Uh,
0: no, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Jeselnik. I'm a big Anthony Joseph fan, and all he does oh, is talk are? about the most horrible I can't things. Stand. I love that guy.
1: So, so let me give you another example. Now. So, a comedian says a racist comment to get some attention. Yep.
0: Is he racist though?
1: Uh, well, that, how, how can why, you tell exactly? That's why I changed the word to comedian. There, a fact is they are a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a comedian made a, made a statement about something racist to gain some attention. Another one made a statement about pedophilia to gain some attention.
2: I think there was a King of the Hill episode. Both are kind of horrible like things. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Both are horrible things. But the difference is, one, like, is... How do you know James Gunn's not? We have no evidence that he is. That he's not a pedophile? Right. How do you know? Because he do this. I kn- well, he I, didn't do the pedophile. Thing. I know that we have no
0: evidence he's a pedophile. Yeah. I don't know that he's not a pedophile. I know that we have no evidence that he's a pedophile. For these racists who are getting kicked out of the system, we do have evidence that they are racist, or that they have made, com- repeatedly made racist jokes, comments, statements, mm-hmm. writings.
1: Guns made repeated statements about pedophilia.
0: There's a difference, but see, the difference is pedophilia- I'm just playing devil's advocate a little one, bit. To, to he, double never, check ourselves he never here. admitted to being a pedophile. Like, none of these, these are all- Did Roseanne admit to being a racist? Yeah. Well, she has shown herself to have racist I, views. No, it's different, though. Has it? she
1: admitted to saying, I am
0: racist? I refuse to draw the line between a person that constantly says racist things and a person that admits to being racist. Okay. On, on like, I have a video on my Twitter of a guy in a KKK suit talking to a reporter saying, I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's out the door. <laughs> well, that's,
2: that's, that's strange. I mean, it'd be like, uh, what, uh, he's just not a racist, right?
0: According to him.
2: According to him. You know, yeah.
0: and, uh, other, other popular races. He just got this outfit on sale. Uh, this, goes, this goes back to the, to the previous statement about. I thought it was Halloween. I was a ghost. <laughs> I'm not. I but
1: I couldn't see. So I put some eyes in. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. You can't get me all
0: mad. <laughs> I got my myself mad. I think actually. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but uh, I, I think that that's the difference though. Is that like if James Gunn was proven to be a pedophile or a pedophile supporter of some sort, then yes, that would that would be the issue. Not him joking about being a pedo- not him joking about pedophilia, or whatever.
2: What if James Gunn? Like to subway,
0: <laughs> like what if he started going after, like in that <laughs> week, <laughs> never been before, uh-huh. but all of a sudden, he's just like, Hey, uh, fan of subway, it was uh, five dollars is a pretty good deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's Black Forest Ham, uh, <laughs> it's damn good. All right, uh, I, I,
1: so all I'm saying, I think we gotta watch ourselves. I don't, your last thing was correct, which is I don't think we have found the equilibrium as far as what the right way to deal with these um, uh, repercussions are. Okay, so some have gone too far. Some
2: have not gone far enough. I think the Roseans I think the it's okay that we're always chasing it. I think that's a good thing. Yeah,
0: yeah I do too. Yeah, actually, just give get, get we're trying, just get that we're trying. So yes and yeah. no, right? Because, uh, like I said, I'm fine with the Roseanne, but here and there, somebody will get get in more trouble than I think they they need I, to.
1: But I wonder what it would take for a liberal to get in trouble enough for you to say, you know what, that person to get in trouble enough.
0: Al Franken, like, uh, so if so I, he didn't I, get in trouble enough. I think he. Say a stronger man got in about Go the right it. amount of trouble, but uh, see, th- that's the thing though, right? So, uh, so Al Franken, he he made a joke. He's a comedian. No, he he <laughs> he he's a groper. He's a groper, and whatnot. So, like, oh. I think that oh. that is too. So, who would be an actual good example of somebody who didn't do much but like got in a lot of trouble? Uh, Aziz Ansari. Like, if Aziz Ansari had got fired for being a creeper on a date. Like that, I think that would have been too much. Yeah, I agree. That's I think too much. I think he got the right. That's the thing, right? I think so. Like both uh, points uh, that the, the people are more or less getting the right. No, amount no. But of,
1: my point to you though is, let's get a liberal that got in trouble, but you think they didn't get in trouble enough? Get you in think trouble. they should have gotten in trouble harder?
0: Um, uh, how about the, I, well, people Ted Kennedy? My really? I, well, I, I, what's that John or Ted? Like? Ted Kennedy. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, he did kill a bunch of people. Or whatever he did, uh,
1: he yeah he killed his girlfriend or something. No man, I saw that movie. It was a fantastic movie. Actually, uh, it, was it good? I was thinking it was a about good what movie. To, okay. I mean, because it's based on um, a true story, I thought yeah. it was very fascinating that Ted Kenny went through all this stuff back then, and just seeing his family, the 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 dynamics of what he must have grown up with and how he grew into a person and what he, and how he dealt with the situation. Yeah, I thought it was, it, I thought it was very interesting. And that movie was Chapbookic. Yes, sir. Check it out.
0: I think it's a good question to, to see what, what liberal didn't get in enough trouble.
1: And, and that's my point. I don't think you would find one. You specifically would find one.
0: A couple of different things about that, though, is because one, I think that liberals are more inclined to actually fess up and own their their uh, mistakes or their problems. Like Al Franken did resign. Probably. And, you know, as opposed to like the Bill mm-hmm. O'Reilly paying off $100 million in in, uh, yeah. in sexual harassment claims and sure. still complaining sure. about everything under the sun in his job. So,
1: but just something to think about. Where, as we go go about seeing and hearing about people's, um, you know, hmm. what happens to them, are we always okay with the uh, right leaning people getting the book thrown at them or not thrown hard enough at them? But the left ones. Oh no, that's too harsh for the left side guy. You know, just to double check ourselves.
0: R. Kelly, R. Kelly should be in much more trouble. I don't know that he's liberal. but, oh, yeah. he, but he should be in much more trouble. R. Kelly should be in jail. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I hear about R. Kelly is like,
2: like almost probably. I don't know about like
0: scary, but nah, he's scary. Yeah. Okay. So also, there's an interview he did. He some, the interviewer asked him like, uh, R. Kelly, do you like young girls? And then he was like. Then you started singing? Define, oh, define oh, young. Oh. I was like, bro, that's the wrong answer. That's the <laughs> <a> wrong answer, <laughs> man. Also, he married Aaliyah when she was 14. So, like, it's on record. Like, you can't, you can't deny it. Oh. oh. All right. Uh, okay. So,
2: are we still in the pop culture
0: segment? Yeah, this is all yeah. pop culture stuff. R. Oh. Kelly is a, a popular artist all right. All right. still.
2: Well, at least he has a he has an ear for uh, talent, right? Let it go. Let Christ. it
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> a, a well, let me give a shout out to one of the best movies I've seen this year. Mission Impossible, Fallout.
0: Man, oh man, that movie, Tom Cruise, a national treasure, but also Tom Cruise probably be in more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. There's yeah. the money. Uh, I don't know if Tom
2: Cruise did anything wrong, but he is the voice and face of something right. that is wrong.
1: I contend to make peace with myself liking Tom Cruise, that he is just a victim of Scientology as well, that he is entrapped, that he's being forced to be their leader, that he can't get out of it. Yeah, the only ahead. time he's allowed to get out is to make Mission Impossible,
2: <laughs> Mission Impossible <laughs> <laughs> movies. <Yeah. laughs> so I hope he stays in. I really, I really do hope that Mission Impossible Three has some underlying Scientology themes in it.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I go through and um and see what the the thread is through, throughout the movies for Scientology. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's actually Tom Cruise is actually the Scientologist trying to bring truth to the rest of the world, mm. and it's and it's the world that is trying to um what is it uh stop him and he's he's never able to get the truth out and so that's why it is so what does Rames represent then um
0: he's uh, he's zenu <laughs> 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 he signed a million year contract with a <laughs> well it's a fantastic
1: <laughs> fantastic movie great plot it pulls in threads just from the very first movie too which is which i l- absolutely love is it
0: worth me going back and watching the whole franchise I have very little memory of the other movies. I
1: love the franchise. Uh, why not? I say, yeah, great villains. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was a villain for number three. Yeah, um, good stuff all on the way. And uh, Henry Cavill does a great job. So I hope this boosts his star power and enough so that we get a Superman sequel.
0: Ooh, you think that's a that's a tough line? That's a tough thread. To <laughs> There's try.
1: nothing going on with it right now, I hear. But he got rave reviews after the Justice League being a more more happy Superman. So if they make a okay. sequel where he's just more happy, not so dark Zack Snyder-ish, you know, I think <laughs> it would be fantastic. I like the Zack snyder Superman. I'm fine with it, too. No. But, but no. But he's good happy. Well, Superman is supposed to be happy. It, Batman's
0: dark. Zack Snyder, he is a visual and action guy. He needs to be part of a directing, a writer-director duo. That That's what he needs. He needs a partner who will yeah. stop him from being, from these bad yeah. scripts and these weird storylines he puts in everything because he ruined the whole, well, not ruined, but he uh, hamstrung the DC uh, yeah. movie universe with his weird. Dude,
2: what what would happen if Zack Snyder? I actually, I didn't. I thought that movie got. Yeah. That That movie was pretty good, I thought. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I don't know why it got so much hate. Because it's bad. But <laughs> but, it's, but you just said it's good.
1: <laughs> so what would happen if Zack Snyder teamed up with Michael Bay?
0: No, 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 no. What if, what well, if one the Zack movie would
1: be Snyder. the most explosive movie oh, ever, guys? <laughs> I got it.
2: Zack Snyder and uh, who's the guy, the king of
0: twists? Uh, Lama, Shyamalan. yeah, Shyamalan. no, it needs to be Zack Snyder and a woman. No, like, uh, Zack and uh, Zack Snyder and Shyamalan, no, and uh, Patty Murphy or whoever, Patty Jenkins, Patty Jenkins, yeah, I think, I, I think he needs a feminine touch.
1: But I think we need a writer. Yeah, so that's what I said. Like it. who's a writer? I have a JJ. JJ is a pretty good writer.
0: I think. Yeah, that's fine. I just if somebody. Yeah, yeah, JJ. I think it would be good actually.
2: Yeah. But so you're putting together like the Justice League of directors. directors. Yeah.
0: Oh, there's a bunch of director teams like the, yeah. the Wachowski siblings and. Um, Russo brothers, the Russo brothers. Right. The Russo brothers. Yeah, they, that great example. I think he just needs to be part of a duo because I visually, Man of Steel is still one of the, like I still walk, go back and watch the action scenes and then just nothing else <laughs> in that movie. But uh, yeah, that's my my thing with that. Movie. Also, I won't say it here, but yeah, his movies are bad. because He's libertarian. All right, go on. <laughs> All right. And there was some other some other stuff. There was some more cool stuff. Um, I, I
2: did want to point out. When do you think the first Mission Impossible came out? Ninety-seven.
0: I'm with ninety-five.
2: Ninety six. So yeah. we're both right. Yeah. That's the right rules. So <laughs> Tom Cruise has been playing the same character for, what was that, 10, 22 years? Yeah. That's pretty long time. He looks great,
0: by the way. He looks, uh, I don't know how old he is, but uh, Tom Cruise looks great. Oh, uh, in other news, uh, Ruby Rose got cast as Batwoman in the new CW show. That's great. I like Ruby Rose. I think that this is probably a good venue. Like, she, she's a, a TV person, I mm-hmm. think. I think she's... Got the right amount of.
1: Don't you have a British accent?
0: Mm-hmm. Don't oh. most actors? <laughs> so does uh, Rick from Walking Dead playing a oh. Georgia yeah, sheriff? I think Ruby Rose and is more of a Batwoman's a lesbian. Yeah, okay. and so so the CW the producers they wanted to they made an effort to cast a actual pr- uh, lesbian for the role. So like they wanted to to instead of getting like somebody straight to play lesbian. So I think that's a, a good thing. Representation matters. All right, let's see what else we got. You see, skyscraper Johnny. Yeah, it did. Was it good?
2: Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> Scar paper? Skyscraper.
2: Oh, okay. With yeah. the, the... The rack. The
1: rack. Hey, so, so... The only thing I'll say about the Skyscraper is it takes place in, um, I think it's Shanghai. All right, so there's the uh, Asian support member, cast members in there. They did a very poor job of actually giving them something to do. Oh, really? Yeah, really poor. But the only caveat, is, as my friend pointed out, was maybe the release of Skyscraper in Asia in China... Has a lot more scenes in it. That's that beefs up the role. And and I heard that's what they did with Iron Man three. Really? And we're just like, oh, hey, maybe maybe we need to get the Asian version of Iron Man three to see what happened.
0: I'm uh, we're going kind of long. Uh, you excited about Crazy Rich Asian? Asian Shiny? That movie Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's that's go watch be it. Great. Yeah, I want to see it too.
1: Okay. That uh, that um, female lead, super hot. She's from uh, fresh off the boat.
0: Uh, Where? Yeah. Who's she? The mom. Yeah. I thought she was old on, on Fresh Off the Boat. Well, she's hot. Mm, all right. I'm, I'm down to support. Representation matters. All right, all right. I think that was a pretty good episode.
2: I, uh, <laughs> I agree. All right. all right. Well, thanks for, thanks I'm for listening. I'm glad
0: you uh, Please uh, check us out on our Patreon page, Johnny.
1: Patreon.com.
0: Slash Junto Show. Uh, Please leave us a five star review in iTunes and whatever other uh, podcast app you found us that where you can leave a review. If you can, please leave us five stars. If you think we're a four star podcast, that's great. You can write that underneath your five star review. And uh, until then, we'll be back for the next time. Uh, I'm Lance. I'm Johnny. Thanks for listening.